Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Today I'm talking about, or I'm sharing with you, what it really takes to create and launch an online yoga course, okay? This is what the, this is the topic of the day. This is what I'm talking about today. Now, you know, maybe you've actually been thinking about creating uh, an online yoga course, but you're just kind of feeling a bit stuck because of all the things that you know you need to do, or you're not really quite sure yet what you need to do. Maybe you kind of have a good idea as to what you need to do and you're a bit like, whoa, that's quite a lot. A lot of stuff I need to get under my belt here. Or you're not really sure how to get started. So, you know, there's things like creating a compelling and a valuable step-by-step course from scratch. Okay, that's something you have to do as a course creator. And also recording and editing all of your yoga videos. Perhaps you're just really not sure of the tools and tech that you need to get that done. Maybe, you know, you're wondering about how you build a community and how you actually qualify people as potential students for your course. People who actually want to learn from you in an online course. And then, of course, there's putting yourself out there, isn't there? There's like being visible. Um, there's actually, you know, going about launching your course to your communities. There's all of these things that we need to do as part of, um, you know, creating and launching an online course out into the world, okay? Amongst lots of other things, like validating your course, outlining it, and so on. And all of this quite overwhelming. You know, you've got all the launch content that you have to create and the process that you need to do to go through to actually create, to actually launch your um, your program, your course, and have that enrollment open period where people are enrolling. So there's a lot of things, there's a lot of steps that goes into creating and launching an online yoga course, okay? And all of this can feel a bit overwhelming. Am I right? Does this feel a little bit overwhelming? Especially if you're already busy, you know, you're holding down another job, you might have a full-time job, maybe yoga is like your side hustle at the moment, or, you know, perhaps you're, you're just getting started. Maybe you're just trying to kind of navigate the world of teaching yoga and you're just getting started with all of this. So what I want to say here is, you know, as someone who has been doing this for the last few years, you know, I've created many courses now, put programs out in, into the world. I've really kind of learned to break down the entire process into simple steps. And that's really for me now is I've been able to create a proven framework so I know that it works and this is the frame that work, this is the framework that I teach to my students in the profitable yoga teacher which is my six month program but there is a framework and some really um, 
clearly defined steps that you need to follow in order to create and launch an online course. So you may be thinking now that this is what it takes to create and launch an online course, that you need to know this framework. And whilst that's true, you do need to learn, you do need to learn that framework. You need to have a proven, tried and tested framework that you're following. That's not actually what I'm talking about today, okay? When I say what it really takes to create and launch an online course, I'm not talking about the framework. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a plan as to how you'll sell this course over the coming months? Do you have the structure, the processes, the planning in place to actually sell this course in a scalable model, okay, a scalable business model that's going to produce predictable and consistent income day after day, whether or not you're showing up or not? Do you have that? Or are we just thinking more about, okay, I want to create a course. So think about it this way. The reason that so many business owners and or yoga business owners or yogipreneurs, whatever we want to call it, whatever we want to call ourselves, the reason that so many of us struggle and never you know, get to see our um, dreams becoming more than just a dream is because we're not thinking like a business owner, okay? We're not thinking, we're not acting like a business owner. Entrepreneurs that you know, make a lot of income in their, in their business, you know, let's say six or seven figure entrepreneurs, how do they become that in the first place? How do they become that? It's because they make decisions, okay? They take action. So they take, they take action and they do the things that six and seven figure entrepreneurs do, okay? So the people that don't grow their businesses are really or ultimately making decisions and taking actions that failing entrepreneurs make. And really it's as simple as that. I mean, it, it might be a little bit of a hard truth to kind of digest, but it really is simple as that. We have to start making different decisions now to what we've been making. We can't expect to have success or we can't expect to create something new like an online yoga course for the very first time right say this is what, what the direction now that we want to take our yoga business we can't expect to be able to do that successfully if we're going to be doing and thinking the same way as we have been over the last year we have to start thinking and acting differently okay we can't expect the same results yeah, we can't expect the same results if we're just going to do the same thing. Sorry, we can't expect different results. We can't expect different results if we're going to do the same thing. So we have to do something differently. And I guess this is like, you know, seeing yourself as like an employee in a business or seeing yourself as the business owner. That Those two different people in a business are going to be taking different, making different decisions and taking different actions. And of course, that, that's, that does make sense, doesn't it? So this, I guess it means things like accepting, yeah, there's a, there's a bit of, there's a part of acceptance that has to go on here, accepting that there are tasks in our yoga business that are better being delegated to someone else, yeah? So accepting that there's going to be some tasks in our business, and I'm going to talk more about that in a moment, that we could actually delegate to someone else to free up our time, to free up our time to work on our business. And these bigger things, these higher priced 
higher priced offerings that are going to bring more income into our business, that are going to free up our time, means we can you know, teach less in the studio and so on and actually drive us and move us towards our big dreams that we have for ourselves. And also accepting that we actually have to invest and pump some money into our business. This might mean things like, particularly if you are launching an online yoga course, this might mean things like pumping some money into Facebook ads, okay? And that in itself can be a real mindset shift. Sometimes we have to take risks, which I'll talk, which I'll move on to in a moment, but we have to also accept that some things are better delegated and if we want to grow our businesses in the way that we you know, are dreaming about, that, that is aligned with our vision, that we actually have to put some money into this as well. You know? It's not just going to happen. We actually have to invest into it. You know, if you've been struggling to get your business off the ground or you just find that you're you know, working harder and longer, um, then I'm here to tell you today there's some changes that need to be made. Okay? There's some changes that need to be made. How you see your business, how you see your business and your role in your business really determines what is possible, okay? Really determines what is possible. You know, when we start to get this, you know, it's, things just become a little bit easier, right? Um, but let's just think about this first of all. Let's just begin with the phrase, what is possible? Well, what is possible? What is possible, guys? What is possible in your yoga business? Anything, anything is always possible 100% of the time. But do you believe that? Do you really feel it? You might think it, but do you really feel it? Do you know it? Do you live it? Because we have to believe this. We have to stop playing small. We have to stop playing small. And this is what it really takes to create and launch an online yoga course. This is what it really takes. It's about thinking and acting like a successful yoga business owner. Okay, that's what it's about. That's what it really takes. It's about thinking and acting like a successful yoga business owner who is a course creator and is creating incredible, valuable courses, online courses that you know students, your, your ideal students just want and need from you. Okay, it's really about thinking and acting and putting on that hat. So, you know, struggling to get your business off the ground is not, is not because you're not experienced enough. It's not because you haven't got thousands of followers on, on Instagram, okay? The actual reason is because you keep telling yourself fibs to keep playing small. You know I love to give a little bit of tough love every now and again, and this is definitely one of those moments, okay? It's when you're not willing to be brave enough. It's when you're not willing to be brave enough. We have to be brave. And, you know, when I'm launching one of my programs, and definitely, you know, when I launched The Profitable Yoga Teacher last time, I received a lot of emails from people, from yoga teachers who are interested in the program. And... They were just, they had just had some questions. They were kind of sitting on the fence and they weren't, that those emails weren't questioning me and they weren't really questioning the program itself. Actually, what I found is that those emails, the teachers were questioning themselves. You know, can I really do this? Is my yoga business ready yet? 
know, am I kidding myself that people would want to learn yoga online with me? So they are the types of kind of questions that I was getting or thoughts that I was getting over email. And in essence, you know, those, those statements, those questions really highlight the same thing. Yeah, they highlight the struggle that women have with being brave. You know, the struggle that we have with trusting ourselves and backing ourselves, even when it's something that we really, really want. Yeah, and I know because I've been there. You know, it took me two years of procrastinating and sitting on the idea of Digital Yoga Academy before I, before I launched my first online course. Okay, because quite often we sit in the fear and the procrastination comes with not really knowing where to start. So I understand this and we have to push ourselves outside of our comfort zone. We have to just go for it. And I'm going to share some um, kind of strategies, I guess, to, to enable you to do that. But when I receive these emails, you know, I really work with, with the teachers in my programs to move them beyond their own self-doubt and to give them the confidence to just take a chance and to step up, to start speaking their truth and to really invest in themselves and to finally take action, okay? So what does this look like? What does this really look like to act and think like a yoga business owner? The first thing here is your ability to take risks. Are you a risk taker, okay? Because one of the differences between you know, many successful business owners, entrepreneurs, and those people who are still kind of waiting to achieve their success is the ability, is, is in the ability to take risks, okay? Because as the owner of a yoga business, as the yoga owner of a yoga business, you need to be able to push yourself out of your comfort zone and you need to be able to try new things, you need to be able to innovate, you need to be able to really work towards creating something of value, yeah? And if you're not prepared to do this, if you're not prepared to, you know, implement your new ideas, those things that have been sitting on your shoulder, kind of, you know, nudging away at you, or you're not prepared to jump into a project 100%, then how can you expect success to, become, to come easily to you? How can you expect that? So you really need to kind of embrace this, um, this idea of taking risks. And this is about, you know, putting your fears aside, putting your fears aside, because it's the fears that stop us from taking the risks. And we need to understand that running a business is quite like a laboratory, yeah? There's a lot of testing that goes on. There's a lot of things that needs to happen, and there's a lot of mucking things up. And if we're attaching ourselves to, to that, you know, or, or we're thinking that people are going to judge us or they're going to laugh at us for making a mistake, then really what I say to you is start welcoming that, guys. Start welcoming those failures and those mistakes because it, what it really means is that you're actually gaining a whole bunch of experience and wisdom that comes with making mistakes. And I really just embrace that in your business and encourage you to do so. Okay. So I think the other thing to say here is that 
quite often we see our business as our baby, don't we? We're like, oh, it's our baby, you know, and we're looking after our business baby. But when you see your, your business as a baby, the problem here is that you actually end up in big trouble because you won't want to experiment and you won't want to take risks. And you don't want anything to go wrong and you're really afraid to, of messing things up. Does this, sound, does this sound like you? Does this sound like you? Are you seeing your business right now as a baby? You've seen your business as a baby and you're afraid to make the mistakes, you're afraid to, to, to mess up in that way. So I think we need to prepare ourselves, don't we? We need to prepare ourselves to handle any setbacks that might come up or any failures because honestly it is inevitable that at some point as you go through your business journey, you're going to run into challenges and you're going to um, you know, run into complications. There will be setbacks. There's definitely, definitely going to be setbacks. And if you're unprepared for that, you know, then you start to feel disappointed in yourself or you feel like you've let yourself down, you become frustrated, and all of those feelings are really negative. We focus a lot on mindset and we do the work to really, you know, encourage that growth mindset that stays us in, that keeps us in a really positive frame of mind because we need this we need this positive frame of mind if you are feeling frustrated and you feel like you've let yourself down then you're just feeling really negative about your business so start to embrace the idea that failing is part of the process of getting good at something and mastering something and making mistakes and dealing with your failures is really part of your job as a yoga business owner we have to embrace this idea of in perfect action, right? If we're always striving for perfection, then what happens if we're always striving for perfection? We sit on things, don't we? Yeah? We sit on the blog post that we're writing that's taken three weeks to write. Or we sit on an Instagram post that's going to show our vulnerability, okay? Because we're afraid that it's not perfect. We're afraid that it's not perfect. We need to get started. We need to take imperfect action. The point here is we take action and it really doesn't matter um, to suck, right? It doesn't matter. You have to be willing to suck at this at the beginning, guys, okay? You have to be aware that as you take imperfect action, you get better and better and better, okay? We progressively get better and really feel comfort by the knowledge that whatever you're doing today, whatever you publish on your blog today or post out on Instagram, that that's actually the worst it's ever gonna be, <laughs> okay? Because as we do this and as we get the experience and we take action, we begin to improve. So taking risks, yeah, taking risks, embracing failure, really important, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, get comfortable with this idea of being uncomfortable because it really is essential that you get used to that, that feeling of not knowing what you're doing. Yeah, I've had this all the time as I go through my business. I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Oh yeah, maybe. Okay, let's just do it, see what happens. You know, sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's scary. It feels scary. We, sometimes we're not 100% sure of the right steps. But doing them and getting comfortable with that feeling is going to help you to get yourself out there. So the other thing is that, you know, if you're launching your first online yoga course, okay, which is what we're talking about here, or even if you are about to run your first global retreat, let's say, 
what do we do? We tend to see what other people are doing online, right? We tend to have a little stalk of other course creators or other yoga teachers who are, you know, selling out their, their uh, yoga retreats. And we assume that they've always been good at it. We assume that they've always been good at it. What do we do? We compare our beginning to maybe somebody else's middle or somebody else's end, yeah? We all have to do something for the first time. We all have to do everything for the first time. Yeah, none of us does anything very well the first time. <laughs> so just get comfortable with that feeling of not knowing what you're doing and knowing if it's the right thing. Yeah, because once we get comfortable with that, then it helps us, it allows us to move forward, okay? And lastly, I want to address how you actually spend your time. How you actually spend your time, because this is a big one, right? This is a really, really big one. How do you actually spend your time when, not when you're teaching, but when you're wearing the hat of a yoga business owner? How you spend your time? Do you think you're using your time wisely, is my question for you. Do you think you're using your time wisely? Okay, so I want to share with you a strategy that one of my business coaches actually shared with me. And it's this, it's the concept of a entrepreneurial, and we'll call it a yogipreneurial, scorecard. And it's something that you track for 14 to 30 days. Okay, so when I went through this exercise, I tracked it for 30 days but you could do two weeks would be good enough it would give you a lot of insight and what you're doing here is every single day you're tracking the value of the activities that you're doing during your day so you could do this in a notebook you could set up a spreadsheet and you're going to track what you've been working on but not just that, you're going to rate the value of those tasks, okay? So are they tasks that would make you $10? And it's not like somebody's physically gonna come bring you $10, but you need to think about what is the outcome of that task? Would it make me $10? Would it earn me $100? Would it even earn me $1,000, okay? And something that goes into the $10 column is actually a task that you could hire someone and pay someone $10 to do that task, okay? So this is, I, I mentioned it before, I, I kind of touched on it briefly, but delegating, delegating this task to someone else. That is a decision that a yoga business owner should be making. And this is why we need to become better at making these decisions in our business. And this is why we need to accept. Remember at the start, I said about accepting that there are some things that we shouldn't be doing to allow us to free up our time. So how can we look at what we're doing and work out what tasks we could delegate to someone else. And with that comes fear, okay? With that comes fear. But we have to move past that fear in order to grow. This is where we have to be, un we have to be comfortable with feeling uncomfortable in order to grow. So it means we also have to invest, doesn't it? It means, you know, I said about accepting that there are some things we have to invest in. And that might be a VA. It might be investing in a VA to help you to upload your social media content 
content so that you can take that task away or even to create your social media content you know from the blog post that you've been writing to pull out those golden nuggets so if you know about my process for repurposing your content can you get someone to help you to do that you know you might take a look over it and edit it but that's going to take a lot less time than it would for somebody to, for you to actually pull out the content and re and schedule it yourself so it's about being more it's about being clever isn't it about your time and how you're spending it what you want to be able to do is actually move your time and energy towards the higher value tasks, okay? So, you know, those higher value tasks, if you can work on those higher value tasks, they are the tasks that are gonna earn you more revenue in your business over time. So let's, let's kind of um, give you some examples here. So if you're running lots of classes say you have set up some classes now this is what i did in my business for good yoga life say you're running lots of classes that you've set up yourself as part of um you know your weekly schedule and you're teaching the majority of those classes it's taking up a lot of your time and it's not giving you the time to work on the retreat that you keep thinking about that you're putting off because you don't have enough time to work on it so if you use this Yogipreneur scorecard, you can work out that those classes will bring you X amount of income, okay? And then what you could do is you could pay a teacher X amount of income to teach those classes, which will free up your time to work on the, the $1,000 or even the $10,000 task of successfully running and filling a yoga retreat. So you might be thinking, hang on a minute, Kelly, you can't make 10,000 from a retreat. You bet you can, okay, you definitely can. And you know, my retreats that, I run over, that I've been running over the years have been earning me between three and 15,000 pounds, yeah? So you definitely can. So isn't your time much better spent working on a yoga retreat than running around town teaching all of those yoga classes when you could actually get another teacher to teach them for you. Just start to have a think about the value of you spending time or the value of your time. Start having a think about that. Yeah. Um, are there things that you're struggling with? So one of the girls on the Portugal teachers retreat this last week, um, she was like, oh, I can't do this thing on my website because I can't exactly remember what it was, but there was something that was blocking her on her website that she couldn't work out and it was stopping her from doing something else. And I was like, you know, get onto Fiverr or Upwork and find someone who could do that for you. This probably costs you maybe, I don't know, $50 or something, but at least you've delegated it. The thing that is not in your zone of genius right now, that's blocking you from doing this incredible thing that you should be doing, like building your email list. Don't allow it to block you and just sit there with it. Find a way, delegate it out and move forward. And so I really encourage you guys to have a think about this and maybe implement this scorecard in your business. And, you know, it's really about using your time more effectively and really identifying where your efforts and energy are best spent to start moving the dial in your business so that you can grow.
all of this, you know, in terms of your scorecards and the tasks that you're working on and being able to delegate really is dependent on your ability to make decisions. Okay, so we have to start making decisions and being okay with the fact that they might not be the right decisions, okay, because our knowledge is going to come from that experience, right? And most of our experience, where does it come from? Most of our experience actually comes from, from being wrong. You know, our failures, we learn, don't we? We learn that we're not going to do it like that again. So this really comes back to, you know, embracing failure and taking risks. Okay, so lots to share with you guys today. So I'm going to finish up, but the thing that I'm going to finish up with, with is this. Are you trusting the process? Are you guys trusting the process? Are you open to the possibilities that may not be evident to you immediately yeah are you trusting that they're going to come knowing that they will come if you mentally allow yourself to not need to figure everything out straight away yeah and just trust that there's a process and that you're just one element in that process we have to trust the process okay so with that just you know embracing that the idea that answers will come to you as your days unfold. We have to be open to possibilities and, you know, expect that the, the guidance and the support and the answers and the insights that they will come to us. And that's when we can act on them. So start trusting the process, guys. Start trusting that you are, you know, you're here. You're here. The fact that you're here shows that you're ready to show up. You're ready to show up in your business, and now we just need to start to learn all of this stuff about what it really takes to be this business owner and to, um, um, you know, to create and launch an online yoga course. Yes, we need the framework, but what it really takes is that we are ready to show up and step up and put on the hats and wear the shoes of this yoga business owner that is creating so much impact in the world and that's what we can do with our online yoga courses we can really create incredible impact so um i hope the things that i shared with you today the strategies that i've shared with you um are you know encouraging you to maybe start thinking in a different way and to start embracing some of these philosophies and ways of working and processes in your own business Thank you for joining me. I will see you guys uh, very, very soon. Take care. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and lots of love. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.